Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Max episode 181. And we are the official games podcast at W2Mnet.com. I'm your host, Sean Garmer, and here with me, as always, is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And we, of course, are also in partnership with Last Word on Life and Formania.com as well. And, Mark, um, well, Nintendo did a lot of things this week, so we have plenty to talk about with on the Nintendo front. Uh, that'll be a little bit later because there's some other more recent things uh, we got to talk about. Uh, thankfully, we're done talking about the video game violence thing because Trump had a meeting and it was one of the dumbest things ever. So, well, don't Dan worry, Riker. people. Dan Reichert was featured heavily, so that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, in the teaser that they showed, Dan Reichert is shown playing one of the games, or at least his screen name is, anyway. Yeah, Fallout yeah, I think it's taken from the Fallout 4 uh, Quick Look, so that's great. Uh, yeah, you know, they didn't do too much research on where they got this sizzle wheel from uh, there, Mr. Trump, but yes, uh, either way, any law that they passed would have been unconstitutional and wouldn't have gone anywhere, so... Now they can maybe focus on the bigger things at hand and stop messing around. But you mean the actual problem. <laughs> yeah, let's solve the actual problem. But we'll see how that goes. Thankfully, we can focus on the actual video game side of things. So, what have you been playing this week? Uh, this has been like open world week for me. Uh, Zelda. Uh, Wildlands, Final Fantasy 15 on PC, and some Yakuza Six. So, I, I'm assuming you cannot talk about Yakuza Six still. It's embargoed up to a point. Like I can give, I can give like impressions. Like it's a good game. Like it's better than Kiwami. Uh, it's different than uh, Yakuza Zero because like you don't have the multiple characters and you don't have like multiple fighting styles. But the fighting is a lot more fluid and. I'm not sure when, when this happened, but I met some New, New Japan Pro wrestlers. <laughs> yep, uh, they are featured heavily or er, in parts of the game. So there's this whole mini game that is like it's almost like tower defense, but in reverse. Like you are sending out like member or basically like units to like attack towers or gang members of like enemy gangs, and it's really weird. <laughs> Because all all I'm doing is there's like a thing that you can enter in passwords to unlock unlock new named units who are more powerful than like regular grunts. So mm-hmm. I entered in all, all the passwords I could find, which is like all the New Japan Pro wrestlers and like some of the like named characters of Yakuza. And all I'm doing is like summoning those units and laying waste to everyone. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, is it? Uh... Do you it, get to you don't you don't get to use any of those characters? They just there. Yeah, like you, you don't control them at all. Like they're just, uh, they're basically automated. You can kind of okay. tell them like where to go, and you can tell them to like use a special attack. That's about it. Does the uh, does Okada do the Rainmaker? The, uh, like clothesline well, thing. He does something called Rainmaker. I'm not. I think it's kind of, kind of like a clothesline. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
he, that, that's actually the funniest part is you are going against Okada's gang. And huh. meanwhile, like the guy, like my main guy in my gang is Okada as well. So it's almost perfectly like a wrestling event. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, only, it's only a shame that my Okada is not wearing purple gloves. Yeah, that that would be uh, the best part there. But what, uh, anything else on, uh, on Zelda or? No, just kind of going my way through shrines, like here and there. Like, I haven't been playing it much because Yakuza and Final Fantasy have been really eating up my time. <laughs> I imagine so. Does, so, other than it looking pretty, does anything better for you on the Final Fantasy fifteen front of being yeah. on PC? Well, the game on console only ran at 30 frames per second, like, at best. Uh, my, the one on PC run my, like on my computer runs at 95. <laughs> Damn. Uh, like it, you can lock it to 60 or what, you know, whatever. I think it, it can go up to 120. Like if you have a really good computer, mine's not that great, but you know, 95 frames per second, most of the time is pretty good, but that game like plays a lot better and smoother at 60 frames per second or above than at 30. Like, I don't know about you when you were playing it, like back in the day, but it always kind of felt a little laggy to me. Yeah, there was lag. Or kind of like, you were kind of like, it was not smooth and it was kind of like swimming at points, I I thought. Yeah, like there was times where you were step slow. And especially when you do the block or the dodge, it felt like, okay, I just made it dodge and then it took like two seconds to dodge. You know? Yeah, again, I I got better with the timing, but I never quite mastered the block, the, like the the blocking countering system in the in the console version. This one feels like the minute you hit, like the second you hit it, you you know you block and counter. Hmm. Um, I also use cheat engine, so I got like all the skill points, and I'm at like at level 112 right now. <laughs> Jeez, so you should be able to fly through that game then. <laughs> yeah, like. I like, I'm like, it was funny because I ran up against like the first mech, like mech boss thing, and it's like level twenty, and I was like, oh, this will be a challenge. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> laying waste to it. Uh, so Did yeah, you, like, uh, have you played with any of the? Uh, are you like switching around who you play with, or are you just playing with Knock the whole time? I did try. Uh, oh, what's his name? Ignis. Some yeah. he was interesting, like the elemental stuff. Oh, I loved uh, playing with him in his little adventure thing. He he's so fun because he can just move around so fast and hit the element. You can use the different element things. Yeah, it's kind of weird because like you can switch between the party members like kind of at you know at will, but when the battle ends, you switch back to not. And it's like why why don't I, why can't I just play as like prompto? Like it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> so it's only you can only do it during battles. Yeah. And it's probably like they would have had to really change the game around a lot if you were controlling them outside of battle. Not, I mean, not necessarily. Like, you can't, you obviously, you can't do the uh, blink thing, but I mean, they're just running around. Like, you can replace the model of anything. Oh, they already okay, have. Because okay. there's, like, I think, like, some, like, Cactar costumes or, like, models for download in this, like, Steam store. Okay, that's cool. And, uh,. The other weird thing is like they have a first person mode, which is like really bizarre. Like, 
it feels like uh sort of kind of doing the vr mode but yeah but well there's no head bob and okay. which is probably a good thing because that would make it nauseating to me um and but yeah it's a great game the only problem with really i'm like playing it with, on my computer is like i have to shut chrome down for it to run because it's such a memory hog like chrome is itself a beast like because i right. normally have like eight tabs open or more or something and if i tried to run like final fantasy 15 and that thing it'd just be insane <laughs> oh yeah even just having a couple tabs open yeah it's, it's nick's chrome go up to like a hundred something or or more so when, the more you have open the crazier that, that thing pulls so yeah so i i've I just shut chrome down and it's also weird because my laptop only has 12 gigabytes of memory like most like it's supposed to come in pairs like 4 8 16 like right. so to have 12 like is off like I, if i ever get some like extra money i gotta buy like another rant like memory stick and just you know get it to at least 16 yeah that'd probably help but yeah the game looks fantastic like it's obviously the best it's ever looked and you know, I'll keep plowing through it, especially now that like I'm so overpowered, I can waste <laughs> any almost any one I can I come in contact with. <laughs> well, I mean, at least uh, there is a, certainly benefit in getting that new royal edition. You have to tell me how it is uh, using the boat and all that. Yeah, when get to the... I I haven't gotten that because I'm still kind of open in the open world or barely past like the like the tutorial. Like I just got. That was one weird thing was, you know, that cinematic where the king dies, like, you know, the stupid town name is getting invaded and yeah. like the king is like battling. That was weirdly out of sync for me. I'm not sure if it was like the game's fault or my computer. I'm like the audio was like muted. Like, I remember that being a little more like bombastic in the like console version. <laughs> Yeah, it might just be an error, and they can fix it yeah. with an update or something. That's uh, one of the things they added afterwards, like after the game already came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's like a whole new like end map, which is probably yes. good because the end map sucked. Mm-hmm. Well, they changed Chapter 13 completely. Like, well, they... was Chapter 13 the one that like you were split up from your? Party? Yes, that was the one where they had you do like four different kinds of game in one section yeah well i played i already played that like way back in the day because i played that like with the season pass on console where it's like you can you can either play as knocked and do a really boring slow painfully slow Mm -hmm. dungeon like dungeon thing or you can play as like just gladio and the other two guys and they just kind of run around this base for 20 minutes and that's it that's it Uh, yeah so I did that, and I did that on console, and I was like, oh, "It's fine, I guess." <laughs> it is better than doing the knock thing. Yeah. yeah, but I would say, like, I mean, I put my reviews up for you to look at, but uh, I say it's probably like the definitive version because it's probably the cheapest and the best looking. I mean, if your computer can run it. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, remember if you already have the game, if you want all the extra stuff that came with the Royal Edition, you can pay twenty bucks and get all that stuff on console. So, uh, I still need to go around and think about whether I want to do that or not. 
I, uh, for you, I might say no, just because like you haven't, you've played, you've moved on from that game, and you didn't yeah. finish it even as close as I did. So, well, I, I beat the game, and then I went and played all the extra things. Uh, yeah, but you didn't do that one super fuck dungeon. I know that. Oh no, I didn't do that. No. <laughs> I, I did that, and I can tell you right now, it's going to be a lot more fun running through that thing on PC. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. Especially uh, higher, so higher leveled uh, like you well, were. I was, I was even like 107 when I ran through it on console. But oh, I imagine okay. there'll just be some game trainer thing or cheat engine thing. It's like one hit kill. It's like, all right, let's well, do this. Say. Let's blow through this in 20 minutes. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's about it. Fist Yakuza, like I'm, I gotta write that. I gotta go through that a lot more. Um, and yeah, Final Fantasy. The one, the one interesting. There's two interesting things about Yakuza. One is they finally they re-added in arcade games because Yakuza Kiwami didn't have any of them. Um, so there is Outrun, uh, MotoGP, Puyo, 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 and Virtual Fighter Five. <laughs> Yeah, I remember hearing about the Virtual Fighter Five was going to be in there. It's it's like the full game, right? I uh, it's the arcade game, but yeah, like yeah. you can do like one one player or two player. Like, damn, that's that's pretty I'm, sweet. I played it with. I don't know how to play Virtual Fighter at, at all. I played it with Sarah, and I did okay, I guess. But <laughs> well, and the other interesting thing is like it's interesting to me to see like how much that town has changed from game to game. Even though I've only played like three of them, yeah, I saw the thing on Kotaku like how it's changed, and yeah. like how obviously Zero was you know in the eighties, and then now they it continues to go through, and how much it's the same city, but how they change different landmarks and stuff like that. It's, yeah, people should really check that out, especially if you're planning on buying Six, because you'll yeah. really get a look at how that town has changed over the iterations of that game. Like, I went to, in Yakuza 0 in Kiwami, there was a pocket racer guy. Like, he had, like, a track and, like, a building, and he could, like, race other players. And I went to go see him, and now it's just, like, a convenience store. And I was like, not, and I was like, that's depressing. That makes you sad. <laughs> and, like, there was a uh, bowling bowling alley in the first two games, and I went to go do that mini game, and it said, now it's a gym. And I was like, all right, this is kind of funny. Eh, sounds about right for this time frame. And I showed you the video, like the there's like a live chat. Oh uh, god, that thing mini game where instead of like talking to women on the phone, you're like typing, like typing. So it's like you're talking to a cam girl, basically. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like a real, like a real woman. Like Mm. I think she's actually actually like a ex pornographic actress in Japan. And yeah, she's like egging you on, and it's it's picture perfect. It is like the most spot on satirical thing in the game, I think, because it so represents like that mindset. Yeah, it's it's very well done. It's funny, and uh, you know, especially if you've ever like even even if you like go on Skype and get the stupid message from the yeah. bot, and it tries to take you to their thing and you you're there for like two or three minutes before you realize what's going on even with that it's still it's like still because they do the exact same thing it's just right. 
you're constantly you're I, I love the typing thing too that you're typing the Yeah the PS4 you, buttons. Yeah, the buttons represent letters. So you, hit, you type in like you are cute and you type in like XXX square is space, XXX R space, X like cute with like circle, 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 circle or something. The, yeah, that was that and was he's probably typing one like, of the best parts. He's typing like an old man, like just like yeah. with one finger each, like with yes. both hands. I guess technically you would be doing that on the controller too. So yeah, it makes sense a little bit there. The, the the only the only thing wrong with that scene, and the only way they can make it perfect, and this would get an AL rating, is if uh, Kiryu is only typing with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I that, feel that, like Grand Theft Auto might have done something like that, though. That probably wouldn't fly, but it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. But you playing anything fun? Uh, well, it's not fun, but it's sort of in that same vein. Uh, super. I finally got around to putting the code in for Super Seducer and playing like the first two, um, the first two missions or s- scenarios. I guess you could call them. Uh my god! Is it better? Is it better or worse than Plumbers Don't Wear Pants? I've never played Plumbers Plumbers Don't Wear Pants. No, it's Plumbers Don't Wear Shirts. I think think that's the name of that game. Or Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. That might be it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. That's it. Uh, You know, well, for one, I should say that there is news from this week that he did. All he told me was, I'm not going to comment. When I message, you know, because you have to email the guy, the main guy in the game is also the person that gives out the codes. And that, so that's a little creepy in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he's a real life, uh, pickup artist and he's written books about it and, and whatever. And he has, uh, he's had seminars and stuff like that. Uh, th- thankfully the game goes nowhere near as far as what you would see in some of those seminars or whatever that, uh, you go to. I used to watch the VH1 show when that was on, and uh, whatever. In my younger years, when going to the club was an actual thing that I would have done, and you know, I would have thought that this was a uh, something I kind of needed to know. Uh, nowadays, when that's not something that's really totally either something you should be doing or truthful, uh, it comes off as even more creepy. It's just. The way that the whole game is... For one, as a game, it's boring. Like, you're basically... It's a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, you choose your own dialogue. But you're basically led into... Okay, well, you pick the wrong one. You guess as many times as you want to pick the right one. And then you go on to the next part of the scenario. Then you penalize at the end if you pick the wrong one. So, it's just... Like, it's the same thing over and over. The guy, uh, for one, the guy is, is, he's British, but he is not a smooth talker. So, like, he's sitting here trying to teach you how to pick up women, and he's stumbling along in the words that he's saying. Uh, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not a smooth process at all. It's very weird. You can tell that it's all acted. It's badly acted. Like, it's, the only redeeming thing is that sometimes some of the stuff he says is like so dumb that it's like okay i can kind of laugh at that but it it just makes you feel like really crummy 
uh, trying to go through what he wants you to do because a lot of the time, okay, so like the first scenario, you're meeting this girl that's walking by you, right? Uh, she's supposed to be going to the park and you have the option to like walk next to her and talk to her. You have the option of like kind of like waving her down to say hi. You have the option of um, where, where, where is the option to slip behind her with a uh, roofie? Uh, it does give it, you the option of like there are several way times where it's supposed to be a joke, obviously, but it's it's supposed to like just give you one that's like okay obviously i'm not going to do that but if i wanted to see what he says when that happens like there's so many of them it's like well um if i just wanted to whip out my dick right here that's an option if i wanted to like uh just go in for a kiss randomly that's an option it's obviously wrong but you get to see what would happen in that scenario i guess and it's stupid but it's like that's like the renegade option in mass effect 2 but no, the worst thing is like, okay, so in the scenario that I'm I'm talking about, the one that he says is correct is to get right in front of her to where she has to stop and talk to you. And then get maced. <laughs> right, like, okay, so in real life, you would just, the person would think that you're creepy or trying to just be confrontational, right? Like, how is this supposed to be good for you trying to pick up this trying trying to start a conversation with this woman you're already starting off on the wrong foot secondly then she she tells you what she's doing right and then it basically wants you to sort of deviate her from what she's doing to go do something with you and it's like she's not gonna not hang out with her friends that she already has plans with to go go have coffee with you instead like it's like you're not teaching anyone any kind of real life, like what would happen in this scenario. It's it's basically like how can I get the number? How and, and in other situations, how can I get you know get him to have sex with me? And it's bad in all those scenarios. It's just uh, it's bad. No wonder Sony did not want any part of it on the PlayStation Four because the idea for us was Stephanie, who's you know the only. Uh, Sadly, the only girl uh, reviewer that we have on the game staff, we have some other girl writers, but in other departments. And so the idea was for her to review the game. And she wanted to, she wanted the idea of, okay, what would this be like from a female perspective? Getting to stream, I have seen some women streaming it, and all I can see them is they're all uncomfortable while they play the game. So you can imagine what this is like for a guy that's that's also like feeling weird like hoping my daughter doesn't walk in the door <laughs> like just so uh you know now I'm having to review it and I feel weird you know so I can I can only imagine what that's like for for women having playing this game and and uh going through that it, please don't just don't buy it don't waste your money unless I unless you like there's not even a redeeming quality of saying that there's something funny to like go yeah, through that- the scenarios there's that that's the question is do you think he's ser- like self-serious or do you think it's kind of a parody no no he's serious like okay yeah. so a- after that, you that, that kind of makes it funnier <laughs> so after you get done right with your your choosing your option you basically know whether you got it wrong or right because there's a a little icon at the top and then if he's by himself 
you got it wrong. If he's sitting there in a bed with two Russian chicks in lingerie, you got it right. And it's the same thing over and over. Like, okay, well, I got it right because the two chicks in lingerie that act like they couldn't give a shit about what's going on are standing there, are sitting there. They, they, or, they were paid. They were paid for a half a day, <laughs> or who knows how long he had, he actually sat there and did that. But it's like, no, he's he's serious. He he really believes in what he's talking about here. And and that's what's uh, the worst part of it. None of it is really. There's some stuff that's there to be funny, but it is not. Uh, to be not fair, there. I mean I haven't played this game and I never will likely. But this sounds almost exactly like a Leisure Suit Larry game. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, pretty much is. But at least Leisure Suit Larry had the ability that it was animated, and it was in a different time, right? So. So like, is this, man? This was like four days ago. That's like worlds away. Yeah, especially with well, his um, his whole conceit to this thing is like, well, we were making this game before the Me Too stuff started, so don't blame us because uh, that that's happening. It's like, well, you know, maybe just save your money and don't make this game. I I don't know, just uh, but. Or or just put like it's a parody as like the title screen like that that might work uh, if he <laughs> actually it, it's, was it, it's a warning manual <laughs> avoid oh, this avoid women avoid these behavior or you know the, avoid men that act men like this. Doing this yeah if that, he did that whole... I would I would give him the benefit of the doubt more but that, that would fix this whole thing up. <laughs> Ah, so, what, so, so what you're saying is this, that game's going to be our game of the year. <laughs> mm, no, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm re- that might be one of the the first game we have that I may not just I may just not give a score, and may just go on a uh, similar to what I've seen other websites do. They just go on an explanation as to why you just shouldn't play this game and did not finish <laughs> and and do not review it as a game. So uh yeah we'll we'll see how that goes but that's pretty much the highlight of what I've been playing I've I've been really preoccupied with uh making sure that I get to start this new job and finally got the email that I needed so I can kind of relax a little bit more now and um I tried I had to get the site cut up on some other things so uh it's hopefully Monday and Tuesday I'll get us back and running on the games thing and myself back into playing more games uh but yeah uh, but, you know, either way, at least there was uh, plenty to talk about on the uh, news front. As I mentioned, Nintendo had themselves a week. But oh, a game that I know that you kind of have a soft spot for, but the first one did not uh, pan out, I think, as well as you wanted it to. And now uh, Massive Entertainment has announced a, a Division 2. Yep. I wish it wasn't Massive Entertainment. <laughs> Well, I don't think they would change the developer all of a sudden when ha- the first game is... It might help. <laughs> like, I liked the Division 1 from, from the ramp to, like, level six, 0 to level 20. Like, that was a good time. Because it was mainly single-player stuff. You could group up if you wanted to, but you didn't really need to. But then once level 20 happened, it's like, okay, now you have to group up because there's nothing else to do. And that's it. And they only added like some more single player content like five months ago. I mean, they do have a roadmap for the rest of this year. 
Uh, so that's, I guess, a plus for people that are still playing it. Uh, I don't know I mean, how I, many that is, but... Yeah, that's the thing. I can't imagine too many people are playing that game. Like, I don't I don't imagine, like, your, PS, your PlayStation friends list is, like, full of people playing The Division 1. <laughs> no, they're, they're playing, like, Rainbow Six Siege, but not Division. So... Yeah, let me check. Yeah, like, I played it probably longer than most people, and even I gave it up, like, a year and a half ago. I, eh, I wow. Mean, there are like six thousand people playing it on Steam right now. That's a uh, a nice chocolate number. That's, that's better than most games. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean they do say that they've learned. Okay, well the creative director says that they're going to take everything they learned. Of course, we've heard this before from other uh, devs, so it's not like it's anything new. Sometimes they do heed these words. Sometimes, like uh, you know, Bungie with Destiny, they don't. So yeah. Uh, that's how you, that's how you don't do it correctly, <laughs> right? Uh, he says that they're going to take everything they learned in the past few years and make sure the sequel is done right. So, what I mean for people that maybe aren't up on this game or didn't play the first division because they didn't think it was in their wheelhouse, what are some of the things that you think they have to get right for Division Two? I would say, like procedurally generated single player content. Uh, they kind of had that introduced that like way later in the division one, but it didn't quite work correctly. Uh, like half, if you want to play like solo, have a reason to keep going back to the game, like meaningfully go back to the game, not get a gun that does 2% more damage. Um, maybe like a finality to the story that might help, or at least some answer, like some questions being answered. <laughs> uh, the shooting has to be better because that was kind of a not good thing in the first game. And, like, if you're going to try to make it, like, uh, multiplayer, like, open world, do that. Because, like, when you played the first game, you never saw other people in that, like, playing it. Maybe, like, once or twice, and that was it. And That's get rid of weird, that considering what the main conceit of that game is, right? That there's a... Like... Well, it was all it was all instanced. So, like, you would see other people in, like, a base... But the minute you get out of the base, there's like a you know a hidden load right there, and then it would just be like an empty world. Mm. Like if you you can invite your friends in, and then you can see them. But that was it. And the last thing I would suggest, and I know they won't do it because they seem enamored with the dumbass idea, is get rid of that stupid dark zone stuff. Like that was terrible. <laughs> so what was bad about the dark zone? It I, I mean I don't like player versus player combat in the first place. Okay. Uh, but like it was just horribly unbalanced, especially like if you were coming up, if like like I said, if you were trying to go, if you're trying to be like one player against like a like a group of four players, you're gonna be screwed. <laughs> yeah, that makes common sense. Especially since like it's not like unless you were like just like to grief people, which is probably what a lot of players do nowadays, is like. If you're just trying to play the game like normally, like you can't really do it. Well, yeah. Hopefully, they do fix these things for Division Two. And and yeah. people who own the first game should get the second one for free. <laughs> you know that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> the wishful thinking on you. They did say that we will learn a heck of a lot more at uh, E3 2018. So yeah, that's kind of 
we don't have a lot other than the game has been announced. They're going to try to right the wrongs of the first game, and we will see what that goes on from there. They do say that they have so many potential stories to put in the second game. So, Yeah. Well, we'll, have well the story, to... I don't really think the story was a problem in the first game. Like It was a really neat idea. They just didn't capitalize on it much. Right, and I think perhaps maybe announce that there is going to be story content expansions like earlier so people know that if you perhaps leave the story open that there will be resolution to it later and not like what you said. Yeah, because they never really resolved the first game, I don't think. And it's that's just a like problem. This... I think I think the story resolved like resolved with like this guy created a virus and he escaped somehow and that was it. That's weird. It was some like you know conspiracy you know something or other. It's like all right, whatever. I don't want to play X Files the game. <laughs> you don't. I've played X Files the game on PlayStation One. It was not a good game. Uh, I imagine that. <laughs> Well, uh, apparently a game that is not ready to go is Days Gone. It has been delayed officially by Sony until 2019. Uh, they have quite a few things coming out this year, so... Yeah, and that game didn't exactly set the world on fire with, like, positive buzz. It just... I don't know. It's When you got Last of Us 2 in the... Well, it's, I mean, it's a different type of zombie... I'm, but I know what you're talking about. But also, like, I just heard no one talking, like, talking positively about that game. Like, at all. Like, as some people said, like, the zombies look cool, but that was about it. I mean, they make zombies look cool all the time. It's not, you know, anything to totally hang your head on for a game, really. I, I think the uh, second E3 trailer did it a lot of good, because I thought after the first one... I was like, oh, is this just outside Dead Rising? And then uh, they did, it does seem like it has a story or whatever that they showed off a lot more on the second E3 demo, but... You, you, you know what that game reminded me of? It's like a like a sequel to Ride to Hell Retribution. And it's mm. like, that's that's not something you want to evoke. <laughs> no, not, not that. And I mean, Microsoft's already got, you know, State of Decay... That seems yep. to do that stuff pretty well. You got Dying Light. I mean, I... Yeah, but they haven't... Dying Light was a while ago. Like, you'd think they would have announced something. But then again, they can't get, you know, uh, that other zombie game, the second one, off the ground at all. So, who knows? Oh, Dead Island? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. De- they announced that trailer, like, five years ago, and that was it. <laughs> oh, then they released that, like... Whatever that was, spinoff, or that was awful. Yeah, they asked like some MOBA thing that failed spectacularly, and it's like, wow, who who would have thought this this would have gone south? Yeah, exactly, guys. Uh, come on, think uh, think more clearly before deciding to announce these games. You know. Uh, speaking of announcing things, though, Gabe Newell, uh, of course, uh, big man at Valve said that he's, of course, introducing the new... It is not a Dota... He says it's not a Dota card game. He says it's a card game with Dota as a base that will also reveal new Dota characters, so I don't know what you call that. Uh, They are going to start shipping games again. 
So it's Hearthstone? <laughs> you know what? It's not because apparently it lo- you use uh, lanes and stuff like that Ooh. to to win. So I, it, it's confusing, but... Uh, I, w- I wonder if the game, the card game... It's a physical card game, right? No, it's a or, digital. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if the digital card game will have like a black market hat auction in it somewhere. <laughs> Okay, so he says it's going to... Fe- well, for one, it's not free to play. Yeah. Uh, you have to pay for it. Oh, it's Valve, so of course they're, they're going to make you pay. Uh, I mean, they have other free to... You know, Team Fortress free to play and all that. So, I mean, they'll make you pay, but it won't make you pay much. Like, I imagine it'll be like 20 bucks. Yeah, I mean, isn't... there? Yeah, most card games are free to play, but I think this is good because maybe perhaps you're not going to have like them pushing microtransactions on you like crazy... Well, I imagine, I imagine if you, like, if you buy this game, you'll unlock crap in Dota 2. Well, yeah, like, it, it's going to, it's going to show off new characters that are going to be in Dota already. No, I, so. I know that, I, I know that, but I mean, like, you if you, you know, if you buy the game, you'll unlock a costume for certain mm-hmm. characters, or, like, if you beat the game with a certain character, it unlocks some special costume or courier or something in, like, the Dota 2. But, so there's, I, go, go on. Well, nope. like a, there's no single player either, so it's all about, uh, like, you know, Hearthstone started out that way, then they added single player later. Uh, the uh, It's going to be all multiplayer focused so that you learn how to play against humans. Uh, there's, uh, there is shopping, there's a shop mechanic, there's, uh, it's, you know, you're doing the typical thing you do in a card game. Uh, you can use, like, the marketplace and workshop, uh, much like you can in Dota 2 to sell stuff and uh, buy things and it's also going to run on mobile uh, eventually so of course it is <laughs> well of course but I mean like you know they're making a big deal about oh it's the first Source 2 title that's going to run on mobile so you know I guess uh, go Valve on like, that front I, I don't particularly believe Gabe when, when he says like we're going to try to bring more games out it's like what's the last game you guys made was Dota 2 and that was five years ago like when the fuck's been the holdup? And, like, it's obvious that people want Half-Life 3, but you guys don't have a writing staff anymore to actually make that game. Like, you could hire them back or hire in, like, freelancers or something, but most of the people who would have architected that game are long gone, and the only other thing you have going is Left for Dead, which has been outshadowed by tons of games at this point, and uh, Portal, which... I don't know where you go with that story either, really. I bet if they announce either one of those, people are going to go nuts. So, yeah, uh, the people are idiots. So, I mean that that fits. <laughs> well, it's true, but, yeah. but <laughs> I mean, Left 4 Dead Two wasn't better than the first one. Like, it had more crap, but it wasn't necessarily like a better game. And right. I'm actually pretty pretty mixed on Portal 2 as a whole. Like, I don't know how you felt about it, but... I, I was... Ne- like, I liked it. I just... I don't know. It got boring for I, me. I think it went on for too long. Mm-hmm. And they kind of... Like, I liked Portal 1's uh, brevity. Or, like, it was mm-hmm. a short... It was a pretty short game, because it only had, like, 19 levels. To well, it was part of the orange box, right? Yeah, but they so. still sold it separately as well. I mean... I know, I know, I know what you mean, though. But yeah, and like Portal Two just went on for like it was like double or triple the length, and mm-hmm. 
like a guy said, it, it wasn't more, it wasn't about figuring out like test case or, you know, like test rooms. It was like, okay, where, which pixel do I, can I fire the portal at the portal gun at to actually help me get the hell out of this cavernous room? Like, especially once you hit underneath aperture science, like that area sucked ass. I don't know that I got and, that far, man. And not, not even J.K. Simmons yelling at you occasionally fixed it. Like, that was uh-huh. a nice, nice little treat, but... Uh, yeah, you know, he says he's... The fact that they are able to have hardware and software um, makes it easier for them to want to do this and start making games. Uh, that he's uses Nintendo as an example that... Miyamoto can make Zelda Mario because he knows what you know the Switch is going to look like or the next whatever comes after the Switch. So he can make it with that in mind. He's jealous of that, but he knows we can take advantage of that now with the way Steam is and what everything a, else. What, what a load. Like, remember Steam boxes when they announced those a few years ago? Like, those tanked spectacularly. Yeah, like, I know, right? Like, nobody is talking about those. And if you have one of those, you probably sold it off already. I'm not even sure they sell them anymore, honestly. Like, they might on their website, but no one's going to, like, order a $1,200 PC through Steam. Like, that's insane. Yeah, no. And And even then, like, Steam Link, you have to have both really good internet and your computer has to be really close to your TV. And even then, there's games that are just not going to work on that. So Right. Like... I can I appreciate his his sentiment like oh every switch is the same like they not they not had a program for that but you're a PC maker you know PC or a PC game maker like figure it out or that's what minimum specifications are there for like it ain't hard you guys used to do it you can do it again <laughs> maybe that guy left you know a decade ago when you stopped making games yeah. You know, I think it's nice for, like, to be able to say these things, but until we see something that's that's not, you know, artifact, that we've seen how many of these card games, it's not anything too special. If, you know, you announce a half, it doesn't even have to be a Half-Life 3 or anything with 3 in the name. If you announce a new Counter-Strike or, or just a, something new, a new IP... I think people can believe you, but until then, it, this is going to be what it is. It's just you talking. Yeah, the last Steam Machine update was 2015, so that was three years ago when they had like actual when they were attempting to make hardware, and that that bombed like horribly. <laughs> Oof! And you can't you can't even buy it anymore. It seems like either. Well, I wouldn't want to buy those. So, yeah, I mean, they're already out of date. So, what doesn't you know? What does it matter? In the you know, that's the problem of that was the whole problem of the, of the idea in the first place is they wanted to make like consoles, you know, PCIs, PC, PCIs consoles, but you can upgrade a PC. You can't do that with something that's fucking enclosed. <laughs> yeah, and some of these were super expensive too. Or like so. yeah, super tiny that you couldn't even, even if you wanted to upgrade it, you couldn't because it had like such specialized parts that you were screwed. Right. Exactly. Yeah, those five hundred dollar ones, like. Yeah, like that yeah. alien machine one, like that you know the the like the ones that were like oh 
it's such a small box it can fit in your living room and say okay i can't put any other video card in it now so yeah. thanks can't do nothing with it so well gave you can uh keep dreaming with your bad self until you make something which but i mean we never go, yeah we go from the unknown to the we knew this thanks for letting us know via continual leaks that this was coming but uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is pretty much a done deal. Uh, now GameStop's internal database has been leaked and showing off that, uh, you know, their thinking store, which they make a killing off selling, you know, Funko products and T-shirts and all that stuff now. As Maybe not as much as they do with games, but they make a pretty penny uh, selling that stuff too. And they're selling t-shirts and lanyards for Black Ops 4. They're not going to be selling that stuff if it's not happening. And uh, it sounds like all that stuff's supposed to be coming in May. So usually around where they announce the next Call of Duty. So makes sense. Yeah. It's it's funny walking into a GameStop now because they pushed games back so f- basically to the back of the store and it's not mm-hmm. like a Think Geek store you walk in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the pops are usually right there, either on the left or right. Uh, then you got the T-shirts. And then you have like the the collectibles, like you know, a ton of like Walking Dead crap or po- Pokemon plushies. Yeah. And, yeah. Just, and they constantly have stuff on clearance usually that's in the uh, Think Geeks yeah, part. Because they have to cycle in new stuff kind of constantly. So, mm-hmm. like as far as like Black Ops Four, like I mean, fine. Like, call it the worst, world, worst world uh, health secret in the gaming world. Like, of yeah. course they're making Black Ops Four. Like, better be better than Black Ops Three. That's all I can do, tell you. Do you take anything from them saying that the sci-fi stuff is going to be taken down a notch? It's going to be more grounded. It would have to be because Black Ops Three, like. You were literally jacking into people's brains half the time to, like, play levels. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, you can only go so far into the future, right? To where it becomes, like, okay, now we're just... Now It's it's almost fantasy. Yeah, it's... Do we really know this could be happening? Probably not. So... Like, it'd be nice if Black Ops 4 is more grounded, but... I think it will be to a degree. Like, you won't have, like, you know, the HUD shit or, like, mind control powers, like, in the third game. But mm. I'm still going to be completely off the rails. Because <laughs> they don't know how to tell a story, like, a smaller story anymore in those games. We'll see uh, if it can match the sales of World War II. And... I think it will, because people still have a real big fondness for uh, Black Ops 2. Yeah, it's just and, and, interesting because they went backwards to go forwards now. So, well, I also imagine like when they do announce this thing, they'll go like, "Oh, and here's a remastered version of Black Ops Two if you buy the collector's edition or something." They could do that, like uh, they did for the Modern Warfare. Yeah, because like Black Ops Two is probably the one people st- like want the most now. It sure as hell is in ghosts. Hey, Activision did say that they want to do more remasters. We talked about so. Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, why not do it? Uh, so a few things here before we get to the Nintendo stuff, uh, just because the Nintendo stuff basically has its own section uh, at this point with this week with everything that they got uh, coming down the uh, pipeline, not just themselves but also other announcements that 
sort of got leaked and maybe not, weren't supposed to, but uh, we'll talk about that. Square Enix released a teaser trailer for Valkyrie Profile. Uh, yes, hell yes, please be coming to PS4 because it's been a long time since I got to play the original version and I never got a PSP to play the uh, the remaster, but it, you know... This is one of those Square games that I think could benefit from what people getting to play it. I just hope you don't screw up the the remastering part. Yeah. I never played it, so we'll see. There are, For me, there are other PS1-era Square games I would like to see a remaster of more, but... <sighs> Vagrant Story, like, no. That and Parasite Eve would be cool. I'm surprised and... Parasite Eve with... As much as like Capcom's been whoring out the Resident Evils and stuff, that that Square Enix hasn't tried to do the same with uh, bringing Parasite Eve in. I think they would, but the third one bombed so hard that that series is done. Ah, oh, sad. Hey, they they bringing back Front Mission in a way, so you never know. Yeah, but that, that's been a long-running series. Like that's been around since the SNES. And most of those games are okay, right? They're not my, they're not my cup of tea, but people, you know, Mech fans love them. It's when they deviate from that; it's when the problems occur. Yeah, we'll see how much uh, buzz gets around the Left Alive uh, game because they announced it, and I really haven't heard anybody really talking about it since then. So, yeah, maybe they're just waiting for E three to really show off a lot more. Uh, of the game, um, mobile P- Square Enix is doing their lovely thing that they they are just uh, well. This one isn't Square Enix in particular, but this is the you know same thing we talk about with Square Enix doing uh, Real Tech VR is doing the same thing with mo- bringing mobile ports of Tomb Raider one and two, and then also bringing in Tomb Raider three, putting them on Steam. So that you don't you don't have to play the DOS versions, which I guess is nice, but mobile ports. Uh. I mean, yeah, but they're not the only ones who like Steam isn't or Square isn't the only one who does that. Like they redid GTA San Andreas, and like they just uploaded the mobile version. It sucked ass because like they re- they took up music and it looked worse. It's like somehow and it broke all the mods. It's like good job. <sighs> That's. I was never. Uh, I was never a big Tomb Raider person until the new ones came out. So. Yeah. Also, those early Tomb Raider games are bad. <laughs> like straight up terrible. So, it was impressive. It was impressive uh, technically at the time. Uh but people have moved on. Yeah, they do not <laughs> the, hold up. The well. world has moved on. Like characters don't work walk, walk on a grid anymore, like Lord did back in the day. Yeah, and if they're just porting it over, they're not going to take the time to change that stuff at all. Yeah, uh, I mean the up the upside is like if you had the old versions, you could get, get the new ones for free, but you have to wonder if they're just going to replace them. Like that that'd be the danger for me. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I bet. So, what do you make of uh, Jurassic Park getting an AR game, very similar to Pokemon Go, except this one has battles. Doesn't Pokemon Go have battles? Uh, but they're not really battles in the same way that you would think. They're very friendly. Oh. I don't know. 
sure, whatever. Probably better than that Ghostbusters AR game. There's apparently like 700 types of dinosaur that have been discovered, so I guess you could update that game for a while. (laughs) You gotta catch them all. My god, I can't wait till somebody... Apparently you can also play it in your house, too, which is the difference. You don't actually have to go walking around. So, that kind of defeats the purpose, but... Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I would think that, you know, that Harry Potter's also going to have an AR game. So, uh, this is sort of the thing, I guess, that's becoming something with with mobile games. Yeah. We'll we'll see if this one is the one that sort of just flops completely. Because... Pokemon Go is still going. Maybe not at the big rate it was with the original 150, but it's still going in a way. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Nintendo did have that big Direct on uh, March 8th, not too long ago here. And they announced quite a few things. Uh, More ports, obviously, as, you know, when your system is doing well, you don't have to... You know, be announcing new games all the time. Plus, pretty much, like, almost any time somebody announces my game is coming to the Switch, you get people going, oh, yes, please. So, uh, until that wears off, they, they're pretty much good with uh, bringing ports in. I guess with the 3DS stuff, uh, for me, that that has one and still uses it, uh, I like the Luigi's Mansion uh, coming, especially because Dark Moon is actually pretty, pretty good, and I hope that this means that it makes it easier for them to bring both games onto the Switch at some point. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't just release Dark Moon and Luigi's Mansion together on the Switch, but you know, Nintendo has a big fan base on the 3DS still, so uh, why it's, not? It's- it's easier to shrink a game down than it is to blow a game up. <laughs> uh, that's true as well. Uh, Detective Pikachu, I love the some of the. He's doing a quick attack and he's he can't he can't stop he's he can't do it because he's so tired. It's like uh, Pikachu, the middle aged man. I love it, uh, especially with Ryan Reynolds doing the voice in the movie. You know that's gonna be funny. Uh, so sure. are you are you interested in that at all? Just at least I'm on a 3ds, so I can I couldn't care less. Like I guess it, it's kind of a cute idea, but it just reminds me of me out. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, surprised that they bad. didn't try to do that with me out or like have him in the game at all. Yeah, I'm, uh, I hope he's like the bad guy or something in the in the game. That would be uh that'd be great. Um, were you a WarioWare fan at all? Uh, I like the idea of him. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that WarioWare is getting sort of a collection thing, kind of like uh, they did with Super uh, the Mario Party. Uh, that you get 300 different little WarioWare collection uh, games that are you know from all the other WarioWare games that have come out. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome to get that on your 3DS. Uh, those games are really, all those things are like really fun. They they don't take up you know much time at all, and they're so wacky and crazy that it's like one of those things you can. Uh, have friends over actually and and kind of show that to them and be like what the hell am i watching right now yeah uh mario tennis ace has got a lot of showtime it's about five or i want to say about almost eight minutes of the 
direct. Um, there's a lot of strategy added to a tennis game uh, that I didn't think you could really add to a tennis game. Uh, hopefully the breaking the racket thing does not get overdone. Uh, I know they added stuff in there to kind of help that from being abused, but you know we'll have to see how that goes. I am interested in it. I think a lot more than the other Mario Tennis games I have been. But are you? Uh... I I was interested until they until they started showing off motion controls, and I was like, "Man, I'm good." You don't have to use the motion controls. Yeah, but that one shot, like that one move specifically, you need to use motion control controls. <laughs> Which one? The the big powerful like, one? Yeah, like the one that you have to like aim at the court with the with the switch. Oh, but you can aim with the the controller itself. Like you don't have to Yeah, motion. but you still have to use motion. That's like that's kind of the core problem. I, I just don't like motion controls that much in games, so I thought I, it I works guess. for like Mario Odyssey though. Oh, I thought it was terrible in that. And I think it's kind of bad in Zelda as well. Yeah, Zelda, I didn't like it too much. But like Mario Odyssey, I didn't think it was too inflammatory. Like, you know, just mush, moving my controller up or down or whatever was okay for like me. A, there's that moving Mario Odyssey where he throws his cap like in a ring around him. Mm-hmm. And I can never reliably do that with motion controls whatsoever. Yeah, I couldn't do that very much, uh, very well. Either the stuff where it helped him jump higher and all that stuff, uh, I could do pretty well, but yeah, uh, not that one uh, particularly. Uh, you already have it on PS4, but I'm excited to play Okami on Switch. Uh, yeah, that was one of those games. I was like, why didn't they just go ahead and port it to Switch too? That's... Although they showed a they showed like a scene of them drawing on the Switch. And that looked not great. Because <laughs> the Switch, like, the screen is just not that big. Right, it's not. Uh, so, getting to do the touch controls on that's going to be... Hopefully it works well. I think that's the well, important you're just, you're just going to dock it and play it like, you know, the PS4 game. So, it's like if that's the case, why not just play the PS4 version? Yeah, well... But, I mean, if you wanted to play it on the go, you can. And it's cool that you can do the touch controls and stuff, you yeah, but oh, I don't particularly think Okami's a great game to play just on the go. <laughs> like I know I know what you mean, but not that game. It's too involved and you get lost too quickly. Yeah, that's true. Plus there's so much stuff you want to look at that it looks yeah, better I mean, on TV. It's you know, at least a sixty hour game. Like it's not exactly like a you know, quick mobile mobile game to play in the bus ride home or something. Right. Uh you get uh the uh, I did like the uh, Sushi Striker like pick three thing that looked interesting. Uh, that's coming to both Switch and 3DS. Uh, sure. Oct- Octopath Traveler got to, it gets a release date. Uh, very cool. happy to see that. Uh, they yeah. introduced new characters. That that special edition one I said for like a hundred bucks. Oof! I don't Square Enix with their special editions, man. People buy I mean, them. Cheaper than, cheaper than normal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, they're charging what, like one twenty, one fifty. Yeah, well, yeah, it depends what it comes with, but yeah. Uh, very happy to see Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, that was one of my favorite games from the Wii U, and you get Mario Odyssey levels too. So, 
a reason for you to want to play it. Maybe even if you played the the game originally, uh, Crash Bandicoot coming to Switch. Uh, yes, and P- and PC and Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It's going to be on those. It's the same thing with Dark Souls, right? Make a big deal about Dark Souls, and that's going to be on all the systems too. You get a Dark Souls re- Amiibo. Uh, where you get to use Solaire and yeah, apparently that time. Apparently that thing is gonna be like super rare. That's what they were saying. Oh oh you know that's how all the amiibos work for a while. It's super yeah. rare and then people stop caring and then they they can't get rid of them enough. Yeah. Or all those like bring it over bring it over from Japan. Yeah, that too. You can do that too. Uh I don't care about South Park. Uh, the fraction I mean, butthole, but sure, why not? <laughs> uh, interesting that it's on a Nintendo system. Still kind of weird sometimes to think about that uh, being on a Nintendo product, but yeah. But remember those old South Park N sixty four games? Yeah, true. Those that were all bad. <laughs> yeah, they were really bad. Uh, the Little Nightmares Complete Edition Undertale also coming. Uh, Hyrule Warriors is coming out in May, so if you're, I'm kind of interested in that because I didn't play it on the other t- two systems. I um, watched uh, Giant Bombs like re- like response to this. Like they we're watching it, and I think Jeff was like, "Didn't that game already come out?" <laughs> like, he thought he thought he, th- he thought it was like a launch title for the Switch. <laughs> uh, that's great, and they. He also did something funny, I think, when they announced... Oh, they announced uh, something. like, And a bunch of people in the GameStop part of the office started cheering. And then when they announced Crash Bandicoot, he like gave like a big yell, like, dramatically for, like... He gave, like, a Ric Flair, like, woo. And it was like, this is great. And then, of course, the big reveal was Smash Brothers at the end after they showed off a new uh, single-player expansion for Splatoon. It looked kind of cool. Um, if they're going to add more single-player to Splatoon, I might actually be interested in getting that. But I really love the way they did the trailer for Super Smash Brothers. They make you think it's more Splatoon stuff. Then the damn logo is in her eye, and they show off uh, Cappy with Mario and Breath of the Wild Link, letting you know that this is a new game. Uh, not a port of the Wii U title. Uh, Sakurai then confirmed it later on Twitter. And, yeah. Um, I would think by this that maybe Crass is going to be one of the characters. Uh, they've taken off all the old characters, all the old um, characters from the Wii U game. There are no... It doesn't seem like... I mean, there might be. Obviously, they might still have deals. Uh, with certain. Like, I could see Ryu showing up again because they keep... They're doing that uh, anniversary collection thing or yeah. whatever. Uh, like Bayonetta is now a Nintendo product, basically, so she'll be back. But, you know. Um, they, ain't, they ain't getting cloud. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting cloud again. I know there was there's jokes about Snake, uh, but. I mean, that's more likely than not because, I mean, Konami yeah. will whore out Snake, no problem. Yeah, exactly. The Kamina. I seriously wonder if maybe they would put Labo in there as a character. <laughs> something just to, you know, Nintendo's so goofy. They'll Although do something I just, like that. 
They'll put in like the robot from Labo. Like, yeah, they could. They could. Um, or they could put it in there as a thing that you use as like an item. Yeah, like a treasure or like summon item or something. Yeah. Uh, is there any? So, so there's so many been there's been so many Smash games like. It would take me a little bit to figure out, like, if there's somebody that I really, really wanted in that game that we haven't think, seen before. I think Pauline might be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, you'd imagine Sonic would be back again. Yeah, uh, maybe have more Sonic characters. I mean, why not? Yeah. Or, like, Metal Sonic or, like, Knuckles or something. Uh yeah, like they've, I mean, they've really, I mean, already they've kind of exploited like a lot of their past franchises, so, like, so you're going to just get more Fire Emblem dudes or something like that. Like, Yeah, it seems like that's what, they just keep adding more Fire Emblem people. And uh, like, barely, like, most people don't know who the hell they are, like, people didn't even know who Marth and Roy were when they first put those guys in. <laughs> uh, I would imagine Mega Man, because they, uh, Capcom will gladly put Mega Man on almost anything at this point, so... No, uh, they'll put they'll put Mega Man in, and then they'll put Mighty Number no. 9 in, and we can finally get that crossover fight. <laughs> I'd love to see the Xenoblade, uh, like, the main... two main characters from Xenoblade 2, personally, uh, if they could get them in. Uh, and, I, I don't know, there's... Maybe, like, Captain Toad? Yeah, they... He could, uh, do... Has Toad been in the games before? No. Nope. Mm, He's probably been like a trophy or something, or like, you know, some item, but not as a playable character, no. And they can finally put, they can finally fulfill Dan Records' wish putting Waluigi in a game. Yeah, let's do it. Waluigi. That dude has so much fandom now, it's crazy. Uh, I, I mean the the obvious two characters I would want is like Gino and Mallow, but Square owns them, so no. Yeah, that'd be. They did let them be in the the SNES thing, so maybe you know it, it could happen. Didn't yeah. they? Didn't he? Wasn't he in as a like one of those when you could f- do the fight against the me characters or whatever? Uh, I, don't I think, think he so. was there. Oh. Uh. So, it's possible. We'll we'll see how that how that goes uh, for that game. You'll get a lot of hype for that from now between now and E three, and yeah, I can't wait for the endless press releases of going. We got there's Mario and Link is in this game, and it's a, we saw that from the trailer. Or going like, like we got Fox. It's and, like no got, duh, Mario like and Link. Fox, Fox and Kirby are announced. It's like all right, Captain let's, Falcon. Let's wait yeah, Pikachu and Jigglypuff or something. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think now that since they let this one out of the bag early, that it is all about hype for for Smash at E three? Or do you think that they got another one? Like, I would really think that if Metroid Four is a year away, bringing the whole trilogy over to the Switch would not be a bad idea. Sure, it would. Uh... Because I don't think it sold... Didn't it come out on Wii U? Yes, it came out on Wii U. Yeah. yeah, and they're bringing everything else over from the Wii U. So bring that over in Mario Maker and call it a day. Boo. Token Mirage sessions need to happen as well. It's the closest thing you're going to get to Persona on 
Switch, so why not? Till they bring, till they just bring over the Shin Megami Tensei series from the 3DS. Well, the Shin Megami Tensei Five is coming to the Switch, so yeah. I mean, but those are different games than Persona, so yeah. But know. they still share pretty similar DNA. <laughs> yeah, they still have demons and everything, but it's uh, not as stylized and much more serious about the demon thing. Yeah. Uh, it's also harder, it seems like. Yeah. So that should be uh, interesting for uh, Switch owners between that and, you know, Dark Souls and some of the other games. You'll have plenty of hard stuff uh, to play. Uh, a few more things concerning Nintendo here. Uh, of course, the big, it seems like almost every week or every other week, there's some sales milestone that the Switch hits. This time, it's that they sold. Three to one in Japan in the first year uh, of the Switch compared to the first year of the PlayStation Four. Um, PlayStation Four sold one point one million. Yeah, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> no, I'm saying it sold. Uh, Switch sold three point eight million in Japan. PS Four sold one point one yeah, million but- in Japan. The thing about that is the Switch launched with a Zelda game. <laughs> like, it came to the Wii U, sure, but no one cared about the, that system in the first place. So, mm. for all intents and purposes, it launched with Zelda, and it launched with, like, Mario came out a few months later. Like, of course it's going to do three times the business that the PS4 did. Like, no shit. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's something to be said for, I guess, right? I mean, it obviously didn't hurt Sony at all. They are number one, and... They're number one by a huge margin. Also helps that Microsoft just keeps shooting themselves in the foot with everything except for backwards compatibility. So, <clears throat> you know, when, like, if you look at the launch lineup for the PlayStation 4, uh, there's not, uh, almost every game that was there was already on PS3 or 360 as well. Uh, you had Knack that didn't, hit very well uh battlefield 4 had problems uh Assassin's yeah. creed black flag was like your one shining light call of duty ghost was one of the worst call of duties uh ever i mean yeah like it missed like watchdogs was supposed to be like a launch title and that missed and even when it came out it wasn't good <laughs> yeah you had the fiasco with oh well what they showed off at all these game events is nowhere near what it looks like and people just it rubbed people the wrong way yeah. uh Drive Club kept getting delayed and then absolutely sucked when it came out. Assassin's Creed Unity was also one of the worst Assassin's Creeds ever. Uh, Destiny was the only other thing that kind of saved them that year. And even then, you know, people lost a luster with Destiny after a while. And almost everything else that sort of carried PS4, you know, Last of Us had already been out, Shadow Mordor, Diablo 3, that kind of thing, so... Um, you compare that to what came out with the Switch, where they had almost every month had a new game, uh, and then you bring over Mario Kart 8, which is always sells ridiculous amounts. I mean, and then Mario Odyssey, just yeah. those three games by themselves. I went to a game store today just to like see what Switch games they had in stock, and there were two games out of stock, Mario Kart 8 and Puyo Puyo Tetris. I was just like, huh. They still carry Puyo Puyo Tetris in stores, huh? I think the Puyo Puyo is probably because it's limited. So, 
Yeah, but they still uh, had like a sign. Like they still had like you know signage for it. You know, like the right. price sticker. So, like you can say that, yeah. But I imagine if like the if it run out of stock like months ago, they're just replaced with something else. So I don't wonder if they kept getting more crap. You know, more copies in. I mean, that's positive, but you know, that's the, that's the also thing about the Switch, right? Is that it has this ridiculous attach rate. People keep buying games for it, so. Uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's to me, it amazes me to this day that Xenoblade 2, I think in like a month, sold a million copies. So, yeah, you know, it that just shows the power of this system right now that uh, a, a lot of games, they get ported over, they have sales milestones. So, you know, that's just kind of how it works with this system as it is. But it's not hurting Sony at all. I just, I thought it was interesting to look at that and be able to add context to that whole first year thing because people will say that and then go, Oh, but the Swiss is great. And all this stuff is like, you gotta always add context to those kind of things. Uh, speaking of the switch, Nintendo's followed a patent that shows off the basically attaching other things to the USB C port, uh, including a keyboard and the donkey Konga drums. And it seems to show off donkey Konga itself on the screen. So, hey, I'm all down for Donkey Konga coming uh, from the GameCube. Let's do it, Nintendo. Fuck that. Samba D, D Amigo or bust. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know you were not going to bring that in? Uh, hey, you can bring that in too. Why not? It's not like they're using it for anything else. Right? That's a Sega thing? Yeah, Dreamcast. Yeah, they could, so, reissue, they, could, they could reissue those maracas and have them actually work now. <laughs> Sega would gladly anything they can do to to make money, do it uh, at this point. Speaking of uh, Diablo three that I mentioned earlier, it is coming to Switch. Um, they, yeah, it's, they, well, it's rumored, but I imagine it will. Well, they they have sources that confirm that it's doing it. Uh, uh, I did like their little cute tweet about. Oh, I'm switching my Diablo on and off. And then people just went nuts with that the next day. Um, And then it led to somebody actually saying, yeah, we are making it. Uh, For some reason, they don't announce that it's coming with the expansions. You would imagine that it is because why would you come out with the completely inferior version that they had to release the Reaper of Souls in order to get people to actually buy the keep buying the the game so yeah that would make it that would make any sense especially with they made the big deal about payday coming out with everything but the most recent update so yeah i'd imagine that's gonna have everything so the weird thing is is like they've blizzard is still pretty adamant about not having hearthstone on the switch and it's like why (laughs) Like it's kind of the perfect. Is perfect that going to mess platform. up the meta at all? I mean, like, I mean, they could build out this server, like Hearthstone server, you know, or Switch server. They should say sorry, but like, why not have it? On I mean, the it's Switch? on mobile. Like, it's on tablets and phones. Like, it's not. It doesn't have to do with anything with the fact that oh, well, we have these portable things that people can play on. Like, it's the same thing. Just put it on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it might also, it might be that there's so much content now for Hearthstone that maybe they just don't want to deal with that. But, you know, and they're probably, that, that also means that they're under Nintendo regulations when they do anything. So, 
Maybe they don't want to have to deal with that either. Yeah. Who knows? But at least they're bringing Diablo over, so that's a, a plus. Sure. Uh, Naruto Ninja Storm Trilogy is also coming too, so. Yeah. Great. Three somewhat bad Naruto games. Uh, I think I did. Maybe. I swear you did. They kind of blend together. Like they all were all kind of the same, and they all kind of blend together. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, one. Of, I think it did. One of them like a like weird 3D Smash Brothers type of game. It's like this is not what I want to play Naruto for. <laughs> Thank you for giving us that. Yeah. That's. I mean, the only good Naruto games were on the PS2. <laughs> well, that's sad, but maybe yeah, at like some WWE. point though. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like WWE. Then they were doing the PlayStation 2, like, anniversary or whatever. It's like, oh, when WWE games were last good. Well, they had some good ones on the GameCube, too. Forgot about yep, when Crush Hour is still around. <laughs> God, Crush Hour. I feel like... Wait, do you even own that game? I don't know. I haven't even played it. <laughs> I, I've, just, I've just seen, like, the like the intro videos, and I think this is... Uh, this is this is a piece of work. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that you're like repping a game. I haven't even played it, but I am every time. No, no, got... it's not. It's not. I haven't played it. It's. I will never play it. <laughs> I could own a copy, and I will still never play it. <laughs> you don't want to experience the jank for yourself. Uh. Well, uh, just some. There's very little uh, entertainment news because everything was revolving around the Oscars. Uh, which was the lowest viewed Oscars ever, by the way. Um, I mean, that's a, that. Sure, but also that's, like that's what TV audiences with everything. Are, yeah, TV audiences are dwindling, and you know, it was a million fucking channels out there: Netflix, Amazon. You know, well, they had it on Hulu the next day. Yeah, like, of course, I'm going to watch it when I don't have to watch all the freaking commercials. It's like four hours long. Right. Oh, uh, I always, I always like seeing stories like that because, like, think about shows that were canceled for like low ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh like Firefly is a good example of that. Like the ratings for Firefly, okay. I mean, at the time, but now Fox would get ratings like that. Right. And yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, Fox is is really considering bringing WWE because they get about the same amount of ratings as Fox does for most shows now. Yeah. So, why not? I mean, like, or like shows that were like canceled for like lower, like, oh, this show only lasted eight episodes because it only got like a 6.0 rating. And it's like every network would kill for that right now. Like, Two shows get above that nowadays. It's like Big Bang Theory and Modern Family. That's about it. <laughs> well, there's so many shows that get uh, what like uh, Timeless got saved by the fact the the fans and the DVR ratings. Yeah, so, like DVR is another good example. Like, of course. Yeah, I mean that thing is saving shows left and right because uh, they have to use that now in order to determine if shows are worth something. Because so many people are watching it through that. Yeah, like people don't. I mean, people don't want to be you know slaves to being home at you know Thursday night at eight p.m. to watch a show. Like, 
if they have a box that can just record it and play, you know, play it back later, they're going to do that. Plus, you're going to skip the commercials. So, yeah. Uh, that's another huge plus. But uh, Kristen Wiig has landed the role of Cheetah for Wonder Woman 2. I think she's actually the per- one of the perfect people to play Cheetah because Cheetah was never about being like... I think there are versions of her that she was some kind of model or whatever, but she was never... Even, even in the animated shows that I've seen... She was never like about oh trying to match the beauty of one woman. She was she's got like psychological problems and she's kind of weird looking. Uh, she doesn't have just, superpowers except for the just, later ones. Just said like Kristen Wiig. Yeah, <laughs> you know Kristen Wiig is not the you know. But I, I think mean, go ahead. It, it can't like I have no opinion on her as like an actress. I don't. I never watched SNL with her, or if I have, she didn't stand out to me at all. And I thought she was terrible in Ghostbusters, but so was everyone else. So I don't blame her specifically. She was really good in Bridesmaids. I've never yeah. seen that. Yeah. So which I mean, was sort of like the all-female version of uh, Hangover. Yeah. So if she's in it, cool. Like I hope it does well, and but I'll still probably never see it because. It's a DC movie, and they don't have their act together, except for like the, that specific movie or franchise. I about to say, yeah, Wonder Woman was is, was really good. So, but that's sad that none of the other ones can take from that and and learn, uh, unless uh, Christopher Nolan is involved. And then you're yeah, and he, he hasn't been involved in a decade, so he's never yeah, going to be involved. And he's not going to. He's he is fine uh, doing his own thing. Uh, it's not like he. It's not like he's gonna direct like, an, like another Batman movie or Justice League or something. He's off doing his weird arty shit. <laughs> which you know, Dunkirk did it well for itself. It didn't do as well, I think, as they wanted, but it did decently. And uh, big props to Guillermo del Toro, Shape of Water, winning uh, Best Picture. I still need to watch that movie. Of course, he has another movie coming pretty soon, Pacific Rim Uprising. So. You think uh, now? You think? Let me ask you something. This is a what? This is a kind of a what if? What if they weren't making another Hellboy? Like you know that new that rebooted Hellboy? Right. And he said like, I want to do Hellboy three now. <laughs> I bet they might do it now. <laughs> like no problem, huh? And it's uh, also funny to think about. He was the guy who did Blade two. <laughs> John Boyega is already. Out there, sort of talking about Pacific Rim three, so you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. That, that's a nice hope, but I got a bad feeling about Pacific Rim two. <laughs> he said that they're gonna have to like go to the alien planet though in order for that to work, probably. So well, it would be interesting. Thanks for following Pacific Rim two for me. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> well, I think he means like I guess the point of whatever this one's gonna be. So, so it's gonna be like Independence Day two. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but I I'm excited to see this episode. I really like the first one. So, oh yeah, if it I mean, can, I was, uh, I, I'm I'm clowning on the movie, but I'm gonna go see it with a friend of mine. So yeah, sure. I just yes. don't think it's gonna like. I think it might do okay, but it's not gonna do like Transformers level of levels of business. Oh and no, what, it's not. That that's what they were really wanting for for the first one. Like that's why they didn't make the second one until, you know, years later. Yeah, and there's like, so much 
problems with making the second one. Well, Pacific Rim one had you know made a billion dollars or you know eight hundred million dollars. Pacific Rim two would have been greenlit the next fucking day, but right. It took, and didn't you know, three uh, overseas was really what helped it, right? It wasn't here. Yeah, same with like yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. I think also. I mean, that's why that's eventually getting a sequel when the movie pretty much bombed in America. Yeah. So thank you, Chinese. <laughs> yeah, let, let's uh, keep that going, China, with the second one. Uh, have you watched? I have not. Have you watched any of the Jessica Jones? Yeah, finished it. Finished it last night. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, it was good. Uh, good? David David Tennant's only in it for one episode, but he did pretty good work. Uh, a, a interesting villain, or like kind of pair of villains, and like one of the you saw the first season, right? Or yes. Seen most, like. It's funny because like Trish becomes like the most unlikable character in the show. <laughs> That's weird. Like it's handled kind of it's handled. I don't fault the actress. Like she did a really good job actually. Mm-hmm. And there's like a flashback episode of her which is hysterical. But like her arc of like wanting to be like the superhero, like becomes so kind of overwrought, and you just want to like punch her. Hmm. <laughs> I want to see that for myself, see how I feel when watching it. Yeah. Uh, but I've heard good things, so good to hear yeah. that uh, you like it as well. Like, uh, pa- it would be nice if, like, Mar- if Netflix just got, like, Kristen Witt, or Kristen Ritter, sorry, uh, into, like, his office and go, like, so how many years do you want to do this show? And she goes, like, five or seven or whatever, and he just goes, okay, let's greenlight that. <laughs> Yeah, let's do the uh, This Is Us and give you multiple years already from the get-go. Because uh, that and would I be think, great. Because I think Luke Cage is like June, right? Yeah, Luke Cage is June yeah. 22nd. And then I imagine Iron Fist. and uh, I, like, Are they going to do another Iron Fist? Because that, yeah, that they, they first have to. one... I mean, the first one is bad, but they were... I don't really fault the guy... Because he did better in the Defenders, like I felt, I felt like the production, st- the production uh, schedule, like they had to do that ep- that series quick. And I don't think the main actor was acquitted right with the role initially. Because mm-hmm. and the Defenders, that was also kind of iffy, but they clowned on him constantly, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like the guy who did the, who did Iron Fist went on to do uh, the Inhumans and. Oh, he's boy. not touching another. He's not touching another fucking show again, probably. Yeah, I mean, if they give him a different director, then maybe he has a better chance for sure. Uh, yeah, I think it's more about like the heroes for higher story arc or something like right. that. Uh, so, sure. Jessica Jones is my favorite of the the four, so. Oh yeah. Glad to hear that did well. Uh, Luke Cage, I I liked uh, for the most part, so. Happy to see that coming I think soon. The, well, there's two things about Luke Cage. I think the first season was very fragmented. Like, mm-hmm. the first half was great until they got rid of Cottonmouth and they replaced him with Diamondback, and then it sucked. Because that was not a good villain. Agreed. And But the, the second thing is that the second season of uh, Iron Fist is going to have uh, Reg Cathy as Iron Fist's dad, which is going to be nice. Sweet. Even though that's his last role. Uh, 
But hey, at least he's going to be in it, you know? Yeah. Well, at least they, like, filmed it before, you know, filmed it before he got, well, he died, obviously. And pe- right. Before he got, like, really sick. Remember, uh, you know, memorialized in TV shows. Yeah. Or film. Uh, I I went through that watching the that third season of Twin Peaks. So many of them had died by the time yeah. the series had come out, and it was sad, like uh, watching them. But they they got to get them for this one uh, was uh, really awesome. Uh, at least uh, Black Mirror season five. It's happening. Yeah, uh, as if there was a doubt. But. That's another thing where they should just call on that guy and go like, "How many of these seasons do you want to do?" All right, here. <laughs> yeah, like really. I mean, it's one of the hottest things when it comes out on Netflix. People, I see people talking about it. I still need to watch it, but I see people talking about it constantly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's go ahead. You talk about you want to start canceling shows more because you need to learn uh, what that's like and and to be able to get better stuff. Well. You know, instead of green lighting bright again, uh, go ahead and green light like four four more seasons of Black Mirror. You know, that's uh, or you know paying for Cloverfield. Adam Sandler, well, instead of paying for Adam Sandler's four bald movements on his films, like yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, stop doing like, that. Cloverfield sucked. I mean, oh, that mute thing also sucked as well. Ugh. Uh, lastly, I just, I, I mean, I don't live in North Carolina, uh, but I do hear people talk about Alamo Draft House, uh, quite a bit, and I just find this interesting that they are going to open their own video rental store with, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, with over 75,000 movies to rent for free, uh, which it costs, uh, you know, of course, includes good movies and bad movies. And sort of want you to, I guess, go there, and you can also, you know, I guess, watch them there, and uh, you know, you can go rent VCRs and Blu-rays, watch them there. You can uh, get beer, board games, memorabilia, all That's that. A library? I, I, I don't know, but <laughs> you think this actually would like provide some kind of environment where you want like want to take your friends and go, hey, let's watch these movies here and have some beer and. No, whatever. I mean, no, but this is for like film geeks and like, you know, weird people who are into that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I agree. With you. I just, I wonder if this is really going to work for them. To no, can I mean, really a, be sustained on film geeks, you know. No, but this is going to be. I mean, this is a money losing proposition, but Alamo Draft House is does, like does well. Like they're a popular film, you know film theater company so it's kind of just i think it's just for them or like you know just because they want to do it for fun I, yeah i don't see this popping up in like every major city or whatever no. but you know if it does well i guess good for them because i mean like hell even theaters are like scared of movie pass and netflix as it is so oh yeah i mean well <laughs> no. you got Directors that are scared of of Netflix. So, I mean, Alamo should just bring back uh, Blockbuster. Yeah, why not? Let's just uh, you know you could do Circuit City. Just bring back Blockbuster randomly. Do you have? You're in Florida. Do you have like movie rental stores down there? 
Like that aren't red box. Uh, no. I I, mean, I was still here when Blockbusters were around. Still, I remember the last one that got taken down, and that was it. Uh, I know when I was in Texas. Of course, that was when I moved. Those were still doing okay. There were still there was a uh, very many of them around that were not some kind of corporate chain. But yeah, here I don't know any of them. If there is one, be there nice. are. There's like two around here. There's like one, like one store owner thing that was going to close years ago. It somehow stayed open, and it was the most depressing thing in the world. Uh, and there's like a local chain called like Family Video, and that's yes, it. We, that's what we had at uh, in Texas is Family Video. Okay, I don't yeah. I don't know how like, how big that is or how they're still around, but I guess they do okay. <laughs> I guess they temper expectations, right? I'd imagine they don't have a lot of employees and, uh, you know, people, I bet they have some kind of path system or whatever as well. Uh, yeah. You know, it's good for those things to still be around. Uh, uh, I, you know, it's easy with Netflix now. You don't really have to do that. I mean. Yeah, uh, but Netflix will never be, you know, 100% perfect. Like I was trying to watch like the Green Mile last night and trying to find like which service had it. And I said, this is kind of a nightmare. Did either one of the services have it? Netflix didn't have it, and I kind of stopped caring after that. Like I could watch it. I might be able to like watch it on like Amazon Video, but yeah, I'd have to check and see if Hulu has it because they they have that deal with Epics and stuff where they get newbies. So yeah, apparently yeah. it's all it's part of Cinemax only. And everywhere else, you have to like, you know, buy it for three bucks. It's like fuck that. That's annoying. But I mean, if you do pay for three bucks, you get to have it forever because it'll never, you know, go no. out on you or uh, three dollars to rent. Oh, or to rent. buy. Yeah. Okay. What is it like? That means it's probably what like six dollars to buy or something. Uh, on Amazon, uh, four bucks to rent, eight bucks to buy. Not too bad. So, or torrent or BitTorrent is zero dollars to rent, zero dollars to buy. <laughs> well, you know, like I do think that they something that video games obviously can't do right now. I do think that that's nice that they can offer much lower rates for movies digitally. You know, whereas I bet if you went to go find Green Mile in the store on DVD, it'd still be somewhere in the fifteen dollar range or something like that. God no. I, I mean, Amazon. Uh, well, uh, the Blu-ray. Is it uh, new or used? Oh well, that's true. I forgot about the used thing. But new is twenty-one dollars. Oh, I mean, that's yeah. That's I mean, pricey. But you also get like extras. You don't get extras with buying it on Amazon. Yeah, but if you just want to watch the movie, there you go. That's there for you. Ever, but, I mean, that's uh, also for, like, film geeks, right? Because you're not going to watch the movie a bunch of times. Here's a good one. Ever heard of a film called Marathon Man? Mm, no. It was, a, it was an old... Uh, it's from the 70s. It's an old uh, Dustin Hoffman movie. Uh, Amazon has it. $4 to rent. $14 to buy. The hell? Or the Blu-ray's 6 bucks. <laughs> Why $14 to buy? It's an old movie. 
no clue. It's from 1976. It's like, what, the rarity or something? <laughs> what? Well, to buy to buy HD is $14. To buy standard definition, it's 10 oh. But again, the Blu-ray is 650 <laughs> How weird. So, that's another one. It's like, huh. I buy it by the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Because I think you even get a digital copy. Well, speaking of buying stuff, uh, there are some games that are coming out this week that you can buy if you like. Uh, the big one being Kirby Star Allies that comes out on Friday. Uh, of course, that's the uh, friend Kirby's Friends game, which they showed off uh, Meta Knight and King DDD and a few others that also get to join your friend party. I was so, I was uh, excited to see Rick in there. He was my favorite from uh, Kirby Streamland too. So. Uh, cool that, that he's coming the, in an update. That's the animal, right? Yeah, the hamster. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know they had names, so... Uh, it's Rick, Gino, and I can't... Gino's the fish, I think, and I can't remember the other one right now. But... Yeah, yeah, it's an owl, I know that. Yeah, the owl, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's cool that they're there, and they're going to be there quick, and I still got to play the demo, see if I want to buy that game, because Kirby games are so easy... You know, sometimes wanting to justify and paying like even 40 bucks for those is uh, can yeah. be uh, a bit much. Uh, Devil May Cry HD Collection also coming out this week. That's uh, a mess on PC. <laughs> I've heard. And Burnout Paradise Remastered coming out on PS4, Xbox One. Uh, which is still not the most preferred Burnout game that everybody wants remastered, but... If you, I bet if you support this one, you might get the one you want, or you might not. Who knows? Are you like, uh, well, you, do you like Paradise or no? I like Burnout Three more. Yeah, so do I. So, so uh, I, I thought it was, fi- I thought it was fine. It's, I, I liked parts of the open world like setup, but I didn't like racing in an open world. Yeah, no. Because I, I would frequently just get lost, or like going on one street and you're screwed, and it's like this is not fun. Yeah, it's just making it harder to do the thing I want to do in this game, and uh, that's that's not good. The uh, sequel to Silver Case, the 25th Ward, comes out this week, too. Uh, the original Silver Case was good. Uh, if you like the old detective-style uh, like PC games like from the 90s, uh, it's very old school. They do not modernize it at all, so be aware of that. Uh, the ca- council is an episodic game that I constantly get emails for somebody wanting me to go get a code for it. Uh, Cube Two, uh, the remaster that no one asked for, the Raven. Yeah, uh, it's happening. <laughs> Comes I, out I this tried, week. I actually bought that game on Steam, like when it was relatively new. I played it for like twenty minutes and turned it off, and I was like, I wasted some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't you love finding that out? Uh, Beast Quest, and then uh, two Switch games, Spiral Splatter and Coffin Dodgers. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you have a Switch, you're probably maybe excited for Kirby Star Allies. Uh, again, be careful where you buy Devil May Cry HD Collection. You might want to wait on reviews for that one, and as well as Burnout Paradise. That one should be fine. And so... Yeah, uh, not a huge uh, list, but you know, you do have Far Cry coming at the end of the month, so it won't be too long now. You'll, we'll be playing a big game. So, all right, that's going to do it for us this week. 
So until the next time we do one of these, uh, we'll see you later. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.